Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cowboys drama here on Sean RJ, along with our Cowboys insider, Roberto Bell. We got Peyton and Ry Ry in the back, and we are live on the FanCam, Twitch, and YouTube as San Francisco survives. We'll talk about Cowboy implications and angles a little bit later on. This is our annual tradition. We watch yeah. the really good teams and we go, okay, the reality setting in. The Cowboys couldn't match up with that. The Cowboys couldn't play with them. That's what my whole day was yesterday with Bassick with text messages. <laughs> Dak and Cowboys comparisons to the final eight teams. We'll get into that, but let's talk about the games themselves first. San Francisco survives the Packers 24-21 with a Brock Purdy game-winning drive. I think that's the key word there is survives. Like they survived that game. There was they were they, it felt like they were chasing the entire time. Um and, and Green Bay is they're they're a good team. They're they're not this great football team. It took Vegas a long time even in the middle of this game to even put Green Bay as a favorite. Like the Green Bay was it was it oh, was you like, mean like a live bet. Even a live bet like near halftime it was still San Fran minus eight and a half. Green Bay plus three fifty on the money line. I mean, it took until the fourth quarter for Green Bay to finally be a favorite. And just as the t- as that, that flips, San Fran comes back and wins. It was it was a I, chase. They chased the entire time, and they got it. They still got the win. Something was, I guess it was just the rain. I, I think he was blaming the rain afterwards, but something was just not right with Brock Purdy in this game. The rain. Like, when you watch him throw the ball, it was just it, did, it was not coming out the way it normally does. He looked way more rattled than he typically has. Jordan Love was better than him for most of the night. I know he had the two interceptions and everything, but he was better for the most part. Uh, I really, I really thought like, okay, Green Bay is going to win this, and we are going to have full fledged Dallas meltdown because there's there's two sides to this depending on how you melt down. I think if Green Bay wins. You've set it up, Sean. You feel much better about it now. You go, okay, this is a good Green Bay football team that, that gave you a run. I think most of Cowboys fans would have taken this as, you see, San Francisco could have been had. They were they were rusty. They mm. were they were down. This was an opportunity for Dallas to actually get somewhere with San Francisco over these next couple they, weeks. They had 20 days off. They had dang near 20 days off because they, they rested a lot of their guys that final week. But I think the ball, I think the, the you know, Brock Purdy is he's among the smallest hands in the league. What is it? Nine and a quarter inches. That's very, very small. I wouldn't know. Um, Don't take <laughs> shots. Drop them like. Burrow and Goff are the only ones that are like smaller, and they got like nine inch hands. Like no uh, pick it too, but very few of those guys. Kyler, uh, I didn't I didn't see Kyler on the list, but he might be. But the point is, like that 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 is a problem in a wet in a wet environment. He still threw for more yards per pass and had a, a much higher QBR than Jordan Love did. 
Uh, Purdy was 23 of 39 for 252, six and a half a pass with a QBR of 62. They are trying to spin this too in San Francisco is like, well, we needed this. Like we needed yeah. to remember what it was like to come back and win a tough football game. It's the like, Shanahan seven point stat. What? Yeah, whatever, whatever you, whatever you say, guys. Like I mean, mm. that I would be if I was a San Francisco fan, and I've been I, like I think San Francisco is really, really good. But man, I I would feel uneasy about the next week and moving forward if I'm a 49ers fan. Yeah, I, I look their Baltimore game was our game against them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. okay, you're not invincible. Okay, you can be had. That was their Buster Douglas. Yeah. It was. That, that it was what the Ravens that's a, that's a good did. Analogy. But like you know what what uh, I, I think what that game show, showed you was like you know Love is the better quarterback than Purdy, but Sanford has the better roster. When you have one team with a better roster, but the other team has the better quarterback, that can make for a really fun game. Is that the is that the position you're coming down on now? Is that Love is better than Purdy? Because I mean, most of the year you were saying Purdy was Purdy, best quarterback th- in the NFL. He was. He was. He was. But I don't think like his ceiling is. Like, the, you know, you could be the no, best. Not, but this offseason, we do our quarterback lists. Who will you have higher? Uh, oh, probably Love. Probably okay. Love, probably Love. I don't know. I think It's Jordan, amazing, this two-game transformation know, on right? Jordan Love, too. It's amazing. Well, I, I think mean, his ceiling's just high. Well, and it could just be oh, that it it's, it, yeah. it's the national exposure over two games. Because we talked about it. Like, the, la- the back half of the season, Jordan Love was arguably top three quarterback in the NFL. He had 18 touchdowns to one pick over the last eight games of the year, led the NFL in passing yards. Of all the teams that lost, though, this weekend, I think Green Bay should feel the sickest. Mm. Well, I'm just talking (laughs) about with with, with the way that the game went. Sure. They control – Buffalo feels the sickest. Yeah. But Green Bay, I think, was more in control than Buffalo was at any point in time yesterday. Buffalo was there, you know, 50-50, maybe a little bit of control, but – San Fran was in trouble. 21-17 with the missed field goal, six minutes left. That gave San Francisco their injection of hope. That would have made it a seven-point game. Six minutes left, and the Packers miss from 41. Yeah, and, and that's that was it. Like, they gave them their hope, and, and they go right down the field. And they score, and, and there was a chance for Green Bay. I mean, they they had a chance to go, you know, to go down and get that field goal. They did. They would have tied it, but. Until the video from Texas Live. To the video from Texas Live, that guy in the Jordan Love jersey. Did you see it, Bobby? I did not. He's wearing white pants and a white Jordan Love jersey. He looked like an ice cream cone out there. He thought he was there. in Miami. And uh, that, I guess that field goal misses, and or, or the interception, I should say, and he, bam, <laughs> tennis rackets all the drinks off the bar. <laughs> the Reasonable f- reaction, yeah. I think, given everything. The fourth NFC championship game in the last five years for – the 49ers. You know it's a you know it's a fun fact here. Every team that missed a kick this weekend lost. They were all the every team that missed a field goal lost. Every team wow. that made all their field goals won oh, every game. Oh wow. Look at that. The Packers have lost 5 playoff games with a lead in the final 5 minutes since the year 2000. Since the year 2000. Most of any team in the NFL uh since uh yeah, 2003 versus the Eagles, they blew one. 2015 Seahawks, Seahawks again, San Francisco. So Green Bay has had these playoff leads with five minutes left. And, of course, all those coming with Aaron Rodgers. Fourth time for San Francisco trailing by seven or more in the second half of a game 
this season. They were 0-3 in the previous three, and now they're trying to spin it. Yeah. All right, check that off the list. We came from behind. Now now we know how to win. We, we've taught ourselves to win. We we have the mental toughness, the fortitude. We're going we're gonna to take on Detroit. It's not going to be a problem. We'll bounce back against Baltimore. That's the way they're trying to spin it in that locker room. 877-881-1053 is the truckwreck.com text line to hit us up here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. We're live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. And then earlier in the day, we were all together at Boomer Jacks, thanks to Choppy's hookup. And I thought I was going to walk out of there. Crotch first. First yeah. half, I was feeling it. Let's take some first half shots. We are tied with the armpit in the armpit. That's what Baltimore is as well, except probably even more dangerous. Uh, and then this happened. <laughs> Lamar, Pillar. Holding himself, runs to the left, he's to the five, Lamar's in, touchdown Ravens, they're going to have a championship game in Baltimore because the haze of the bars. Lamar Jackson will win his first playoff game in Baltimore, and he will get to play in his first AFC championship game. How about that? Lamar's first playoff win in Baltimore as he... And the Ravens end up running away from the Texans 34-10. First conference championship game in Baltimore since they were the Colts. Jeez. Wow. The Ravens right. have never hosted an AFC championship yeah, game. Yeah, because Pittsburgh was the won the division that year, I think, that they won the Super Bowl. In 2000? Yeah. Yeah, they well, they won the, two. Yeah, but then no, they, they had to right, go the road. Two, they the like 2000 the, one. I remember the 2012 one. They were like they barely snuck in. They yeah. were the Giants. We saw but. that for the in the 30 for 30. The t- Titans, Raiders, that dominant win over. I think that was Bill Callahan's team. It, yeah, uh, yes, it was. Yeah, with uh, Gannon. Uh, that was that was a that was a, that was a nasty team. Nasty team. Nasty team. Uh, but and first when one Ray they Lewis both. emasculated Eddie George. I never thought I never thought the same of Eddie George again after the Ravens. Oil Titans were they the Titans then? They were the Titans, yeah. They, they were. were they were the Titans. They had just become the Titans like two years prior. They were the Tennessee Oilers playing in Memphis for like a year. Well, look, this was Lamar on the ground. Today. Yeah. This was yeah, eleven yeah. for one hundred on the ground, one fifty two in the air, four total touchdowns for your guy, Bobby. I mean, it's just running the ball in general. Like Houston just could not stop. Mm-hmm. Baltimore in the ball. They were able to move the ball completely efficiently, and it set up all these easy tosses for Lamar that when he did have to throw the ball, they were able to do so effectively. Could we see a year where both Harbaugh's win their championship with a relatively old-school formula. Because, like, like, like right? in, in the modern era of college football, Michigan is not yes. the yeah, modern era of college football. They're right? old-school. Baltimore the defensive front and run the ball. That's a good point. Stuff. Baltimore runs, but they run it in such a different like it's like that right. san francisco miami like new school open like throne so it, it's an old way but like i mean the the tools they used to do it is pretty pretty different but uh, whatever it takes for harbaugh to dance more like that in the locker room afterwards yeah, that was hilarious then they brought pops in there for mm-hmm. nobody who's got, it, got better it better than us, than us. <laughs> the ravens had 23 net passing yards at halftime 23 through the air that was their fewest in any half this year. Houston should feel good, though, because Houston's going to be good for a while, I yeah. think, now. Like, like oh, I mean, You're the Packers and you're the Texans after this season. Those are two me? really exciting teams heading into next year. But, I, I mean, honestly. The quarterbacks are cheap, man. Well, love isn't, I guess. I don't think it was because the lone touchdown Not Houston to got it was special teams. They didn't even score an offensive right. touchdown in this one. But do you think it's any different if at the end of the second half or at the end of the first half they make that field goal and they're up 13-10 going at half? 
Does it change anything? Does it change the tone coming out of halftime? Anything? Um, maybe a little bit, but like they still couldn't move the ball well, like against Baltimore. Just they were not. Twenty-two minutes. They held the ball for twenty-two minutes. The Texans did in the first wow. half. Wow. I'll the say, game. I'll say probably game. not because going in tied, I was thinking, okay, Baltimore could get shook here. Like, Baltimore could get scared in this locker room. Being down three only adds to that, but, man, they came out and just established in the second half. And go look at the Texans season and C.J. Stroud, and then go look at the two plays against the Ravens. The Texans did not run a single play inside the Ravens' 25 yard line first team to have zero plays inside their opponents 25 yard line in a playoff game since the rams in super bowl i think 53 is that what l is l-i-i-i yeah yep. that's 53 that was yeah. the golf patriots game that was an ugly game yeah well, that was, was not 13 three or something like that one of the things that stands out to me from this though is like i mean they didn't even have marlon humphrey and baltimore's just so yeah they took a team that scored 45 last week against Considered one of the best defenses in the NFL, Cleveland. And I obviously know there are two pick sixes in there, but played really well against one of the best defenses in the NFL. And it just goes to show you right now, like Baltimore's just a different level right now from everybody else. Roberto, congratulations on your perfect weekend. Yep. I'm now eight and two in our playoff run. Leading the playoff standings. Peyton's looking at my ass at seven and three. He's uh, behind me here. And uh, that's now, I think, in the two years I've been on the show, Sean, 18 and three against the money line. So, Chop, if you need somebody to ghostwrite your BetQL picks. I, listen, if I, mean, we I, ever can't, do, I can't say anything about the spread. I'm awful at that. But if show. we ever do NFL, <laughs> let's do it. 18 and 3 over the last two years. Roberto getting it done. This so. is a down year then. It is. Yeah, because I was I was 10 and 1 last yeah. year. Or 11 and 1, whatever the hell it was. Yourself. So, so it's going to be Baltimore against Kansas City in Baltimore. And then the Lions going to San Francisco after what happened yesterday. Yeah, I... I mean, this that San Francisco-Detroit game might be the most physical football game we see all year. Like, those are two nasty, like, hard-hitting, aggressive football teams. And I, I don't know, though. It's just watching the teams this weekend, and I know San Francisco struggled. I just feel like it's been what we felt for 10 to 12 weeks, which is this is going to be Baltimore and San Francisco, and this is where we're heading. How are the early lines? Uh, so, San Fran was coming out as a six-and-a-half-point spread to start. Hey, you were stunned by that, right? You thought, you know, it came out at seven, six and a half. That was seven when I went to bed last night. I thought that was a lot. That was a lot, especially how San Francisco played so close against uh, the Packers. It stayed at seven. So it's at seven currently uh, at like, you know, MGM, Caesars and such. Uh, But the other game, Ravens and Chiefs is three and a half. Baltimore by three and a half. So you're outside the field goal there, which I, I, I don't know, man. That's a lot. For Mahomes to give Mahomes outside that field goal, the way he's been, the way they've been playing the postseason so far, win it for Tay Tay. I mean, you're you're yeah. going up against the right. Taylor Swift magic. That's sure. a lot. Uh, by the way, my daughter drove me nuts last night about Taylor Swift in this game because she got home, she was doing a thing, and I said, "Hey, when Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown, he held up a heart to her. He did this, and I held up a heart just using my fingers and my thumb." And she goes, "Well, that's the wrong heart. Taylor Swift does it with her full hands." <laughs> oh yeah. And then I we went and rewound it, and I was like, "Oh, I guess he did do it with his full hands. I have no idea." And she's like, "Yeah, that's the heart that Taylor does." Ah, uh, okay. the heart that you did was wrong. Yeah, because I did just my fingers and my thumbs, oh. and she's like, "No, she does full yeah, hands does with full her hands. hearts." She counted your fingers. She just saw wow. me do it. Yeah. All right. By the way, early degenerate here. Get on this before. Tease the Chiefs to plus nine and a half and tease San Fran to minus one. 
and there's your game. Such a tease. All right, we'll uh, we'll get back to what happened yesterday, including all you misogynists at mm-hmm. 640, uh, loving Jason Kelsey, but hating Taylor Swift. But we have nonstop Cowboys drama over the weekend, and for once, Jerry did not cause it. The brothers of Micah Parsons and Dak Prescott plus C.D. Lamb's mom with the Cowboy mess. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We'll take you inside after this. How about that drama? Here we tweet. (laughs) Here we tweet. (laughs) My lady said that. That's a good one. Here we tweet. Sean Sharif. RJ Choppy and our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt for the down. absolute mess that played out this weekend with Dallas Cowboy family members. Uh, Bobby, I think you were the one last night who power ranked the turmoil amongst Micah Parsons' brother, Dak Prescott's brother, and CeeDee Lamb's mom. I have my clear favorite. I have my CD. clear mm-hmm, Lamb. What was that? <laughs> That's Micah. CD. Mm-hmm, lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is the biggest concern amongst the three? To me, there's an easy answer. <sighs> to me, th- CD's mom. Yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because that was uh, that, that was, was targeted that at was a, a certain person. That was a a post, and then it was several replies. Which, for those that don't know, she put up a Facebook post that was basically like, "Get Dax." trash ass out of here so someone commented tell the youngin to come to the home team see uh cj would love him talking about the texans and cj stroud she wrote back s i wish he would cj is great and then it just continued with message after message after message you don't want to ring about dak yeah 
he don't want a ring. Those boys want a ring, and he don't want one. Oh, Zach doesn't want a ring? That's what she says. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about that one, but she so deleted then, it. She deleted it. And CD has not come out and addressed it, right? Micah did. We, of course, are not going to hear anything about Dak when it comes to Tad because Tad's been doing this for years. But obviously, the number one most important question is, is this how CD Lamb feels? Oh, good job by Rai Rai. Has it up on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, he don't want to go ahead and win a ring. Is this how CD Lamb feels? Is there any bad blood between the two? Did we see that playing out again in the embarrassment against the Green Bay Packers? How much of this is CeeDee Lamb's feeling? That is the question. That is the great question. Same thing for, you know, Dak. Same thing for Micah. Is it how they're feeling when their siblings talk? Look, I I think it's really, really odd that a a mom would go out there and put this on social media on her own. Is CeeDee tight with his mom? I mean, I don't want to get into, like, family dynamics, but, like, are they close or, are they, you know, is she a wild card? Is she someone who just goes on these tangents? Is he really, really tight with her? As everyone was sending back the video of the Lamb draft night gif saying CD just swapped <laughs> the phone I, out of her hand. I wish a family member of Dak would, 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 would type back and reply on that thing. Or Dak himself. Or I, some friend would reply on that thing and say, yeah, tell your kid to stop checking out of games after the first series. I, oh, How about that one? I feel like... Um, if I were to play in the NFL, which is very reasonable, yeah, very, I could see I that very yeah. close. <laughs> if I, the way you walk with your hands sure, everywhere, absolutely. Like, yeah, someone if, did superimpose your face on Jason Kelsey's body. Oh, that was Texas Williams. I was gonna say not someone. You know who did that? Um, if I were to play in the NFL, I do feel confident that there would be times where Kristen and a couple of my brothers would probably get me in trouble with their own thoughts that I don't share. Like, and so I, I'm not saying that probably my brother as well. I, like, like I, I could a hundred percent see my brother. Like if I played for the Cowboys and something happened and I don't feel any sort of negativity towards him, I could see my brother going on a negative rant about the Dallas Cowboys and saying how trash they are. And I need to leave them because that's my brother. So I, I'm not ruling out that that's a possibility, but it also definitely needs to be considered that this is how he feels. And she's mirroring that. Yeah. And the next question, if that's the case is like, does that does that matter? Like, they've clearly been successful. Do, does them liking each other, do they have to like each other? Well, let's ask this follow-up as well, and I already know Mike Bassick is going to be texting my phone yes to this question, and we need your reply on the truckwreck.com text line. Does CD, would C.D. Lamb have a right to feel this way? Because when you look at the numbers, the answer is no. He led the league in targets by six. Is that good? He, it's, it's very good. He obviously had an amazing, incredible year that has people like me asking if he can be the best 88 in the history of this franchise. He was second in the league when it came to yards behind Tyreek Hill. He was third in the league in touchdowns. Clearly, Dak Prescott loves him. We were doing segments during the regular season. They were overly reliant on him. It's a force-feed thing. It was. They need more help from another receiver with my boy Jake Ferguson trying to do all he can. The Detroit game. We were sitting there at the game together saying, boy, they are absolutely forced it to him on every play. Now, it worked. He had a great game. He had over 200 yards in that game. Yeah. But, but you do have to get somebody else involved, too. But then there's the Stephon Diggs-Josh Allen factor. Yeah. Does CeeDee Lamb feel like Dak Prescott ain't that guy to get them over the hump? If CeeDee Lamb is all about championships, which his – Attitude to his credit. Bobby, you were giving him credit late last week. We gave him credit in training camp for the phenomenal sit-down interview that he did. If CeeDee Lamb is like, I don't care about all that crap. 
props to him. That's a winner's championship mentality. But maybe he thinks this dude is a playoff choker. This dude cannot get it done. Would he have the right to feel that way? Tolos. Sure. I mean, if he thinks that way, he has the right to feel that way. I, I think it's And misguided. he might be right. Yeah, maybe he is right that he's a playoff choker, but I think the idea that that doesn't want a ring is it's insanity. Well, yeah. That's a problem. That's like, the issue. If, if you, if you, what he cannot say and what's like a toxic position to have, toxic for your locker room, would be to claim that Dak has no genuine desire to win. I, that, I, that's, mean, I, I don't even give that. A second. I don't either. I, I, but I flush it. That, that to me is meaningless. This has to do with whether CeeDee Lamb thinks Dak Prescott is good enough, not his desire. That's obviously also, idiotic. Here's here's what I think is the, I'll, I'll be totally honest. This is what I think is the likeliest reality here is that there have been several times where we've seen CeeDee is frustrated in games, rightfully so. Like when you go the first five weeks of the season and in four of the five games, you have fewer than five receptions. That's a problem. Like, he, he was not getting targeted the way he should early. So, is it possible that in talking to his mom in, over the course of some of these frustrations, he complains like everybody complains at times sure. and gets emotional, and she is holding on to that. And, and instead of being the reality of how he feels about Dak, which I think when you, when you talk to people in the locker room, when you're around them in the locker room, when you hear them talk about each other off the record, at their lockers and everything else, like, I, I don't think there's any... I, I don't think there's genuine animosity there. Now, could that have built up in the last couple of weeks and I'm just unaware of it and, and it's not leaked out yet? Possibly. But I think generally people feel like they're really good with each other. They trust each other. And probably in the heat of some complaining before to his mom after games, after tough losses, she internalized way too much of that and then she spat it out is what I would guess has happened. Has uh, happened we're here. talking about uh, C.D. Lamb's mom going off on social media over the weekend. And if you're Lamb... You got to text Dak privately. If things are if things are cool and good between you, yeah. got to text each other. You don't have to sit there and address it publicly. But yo, man, my mom, she she was all in one. Like, hey, man, she was partying. Hey, man, you know you know she's a little mm-hmm. cray cray. One of those things. You I, got you got to text Dak. I would hope Dak would bring it up first, like just like flippantly, like just walk up and be like, yo, what the? Like, it's not the first mom that's not liked me. It's all right. It's all right, dude. Like, I mean, just sort of like joke about herself. Because I mean, I I think a lot of these. Especially when you put it in the context of remember, no and no disrespect here, but like Dak's brother Tad has done similar, like very public things that Dak has probably had to deal with before. So I'm sure Dak understands, like, hey, this is the reality of having a family member that really loves you and will do anything to defend you. Next, I believe the second most important issue comes from the brother of Micah Parsons, mm. Terrence Parsons, posted on Friday. I'm a j- now Dak. And Micah's brothers are going off on the fans. The reason the CD thing is the most important because the mom is going off on the teammate, the player, the quarterback. Here's Micah's brother. I'm going to just start exposing you fake-ass fans, ATP, because it's no way we watch the same games. LMFA ever laugh. And Micah doesn't show up. He'd be the one of the few who actually shows up week in and week out. Y'all be clueless looking at the box score when his impact is way more than that. Uh, And then someone wrote back with Skip Bayless with a criticism and said, is there a Cowboys fan on earth that feels like Skip Bayless? And Micah's brother said, if they do, they are fans that we wish were not part of the organization. L-O-L. Micah Parsons 
then followed up yesterday and gave the disclaimer that we always have to do for Bobby. The views and opinions of my brother are not mine, and he is his own person and his own man. So Micah Parsons addressing it. I I would say to Terrence and Ted, like if, if, if you or your brothers think this fan base is tough, like this is not a tough fan base. It's not a tough media. Anything south of the Ohio River is not a tough fan base. I wonder if we are a worse social media fan I was going to say. we're bigger. I, I was yeah. Because we're bigger, yeah. right? But this is not a tough media. Basic is coming here and said the New York media is 10 times more ruthless than we are when it comes to even the Cowboys versus the – like they, they treat their baseball teams in New York tougher than we treat the Cowboys. Mm. It is not a tough media. I think they'll, the- ask, they'll ask the important questions, but they don't get confrontational – with the coach, the way they do up there, the fan base is very aggressive when they lose. Like, like that. I, I will say that because the swings, big. the because swings are wild. Like, like when they're good, they, like the fan base generally thinks like there's nobody that can touch them, and it's offensive to even like suggest they could lose a football game. Yeah. And then when they lose, it's like, don't you dare breathe a word of positivity about this yeah, awful football yeah. team. Everybody needs to jump into a yeah. lake. Like that's the way they generally approach it. So Josh I, Allen's the perfect example. I, I said, all you all you idiots who are blind, you know nothing about football, killing me when I was talking about how great Josh Allen is during the year. And then he has, you know, a, a string of turnovers, and Dak is playing well. And, oh, He's how's your take now? Yeah. How's your take now? How's your boy Josh Allen, you yeah. idiot? And now yesterday, yeah. when Josh Allen is running around and running through people, it's, well, Dak could never do that. You flip-flop. Right. I mean, it, it, it is a it is. big-time flip-flop and, fan base. And it's, 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 a, it's a massive... I think the issue with it, it's a massive social media over. It's, just, yeah. it's a flood. Yeah. It's not necessarily difficult. It's just there's so many of them. You're not getting 500 Jacksonville tweeters. No, you're not. But, you know, but like in Philadelphia, they went to a Super Bowl last year. They want to fire the coach and the quarterback. Right. That wouldn't happen here. You're going to get this everywhere. You're going to get stuff like this all over the way. It's just more here because there's 5 billion Cowboy fans. I blame KMC. They did mm. the huge topic about possibly trading Micah. That blew up on 105 through the fan.com. So uh, that's their fault. The, Terrence Parsons is the one I'm least worried about of, of the three. And, and to be honest, the CD one is on a whole other level to me compared to to Tad and, and Terrence Parsons here. But Terrence, like, Micah has, like, been the only one of these three that came out and went, like, guys, not true. Don't listen to it. Two, Micah said his very first press conference, they're like, are you going to move this whole family down? And he was like, no. Oh. He's like, I am not. And he's like, Time for me to get some some time. I love them. Time for me to make sure that they're comfortable, but they're comfortable far away from me. He did like, say a couple weeks ago, maybe uh, maybe Dan Quinn will take me too. He did, and and the best, but the best point there that he made in his statement, and this is the truest one that I found with Mike and why I'm not worried about it. Like he said, he said, as you guys know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. I think if he absolutely was totally unhappy with this organization, we would hear about it. And so I, 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 that's the one that least concerns me. Tad doesn't concern me a lot. We'll but. get to Tad. Uh, we'll get to what Dak's brother had to say. And if you hate Taylor Swift, are you allowed to cheer for Jason Kelsey being the absolute legend that he is during Chiefs Bills yesterday? The rest of the NFL playoffs with Sean, RJ, and Roberto is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mahomes looks that way. He's going to go wide open, left side, caught, Kelsey, corner out, touchdown, Kansas City. Kelsey hasn't been that open since training camp in St. Joseph. And he slings the ball up into the stands, much to the chagrin of the Bills Mafia. The Chiefs championship game is taking place again to decide the AFC. The Kansas City Invitational. Patrick Mahomes, every single year, has played in the AFC Championship game six straight. Before we get to that, let's finish up with the Cowboys drama. CeeDee Lamb's mom calling out Dak. Micah Parsons' brother calling out the fans. And then you have Tad Prescott doing what he normally does. Cowboy fans, uh, why continue to DM me? Trust me, if I could get at Dak to leave Dallas, I would. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to he and our family, but done with drama and the so-called fans, but he loves this team and wants to bring it rings. Those who really know or uh, follow me knows I've never spoken badly about the Cowboys as an organization or team. I've never spoken badly about a player on the team or the city of Dallas. It's the so-called fans that I have an issue with. So that is Tad saying, I wish that Dak did not play for this organization. And, uh, of course, you have Micah's brother, Dog, in the fan base as well. Again, you know, find me that fan base that I bet you there's a lot of fan bases that would that would act like this on social media after a game. I get it. There's more Cowboy fans out there than anybody else, and that just makes it seem like it's a barrage, and it probably does feel like that. But, I mean, this is like you really want to go there? I, 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 my biggest question is, like, how much of this actually is coming from the mouth of the player? Has Dak ever been asked? That, that's, the, that's the one thing. If we ever get to interview him at training camp and not just G bag every year, I would. I, has he ever been asked about his brother on social in the locker room? I don't recall. I think maybe he has. I, I feel like, and I could just be making this up in my head because Dak has such predictable answers. But I, I feel like he said something before about 
look, you love family, but you know, family, they're, they're going to be defensive and they're going to, they're going to want to make sure that you're protected. They're going to come to my biggest takeaway for this is just, he does. I, I'll say this. I, I don't think it's even close that whether you love him or hate him, there's nobody who has to put up with more peripheral, just BS at the quarterback position in the NFL than Dak. Like the fact that it's just it's always something. It's always like, something. Here yes. you go. It's it's his receivers. Yeah, same person. same thing with Romo. Yeah. No. I mean, honestly, it is. Yeah. It, it is the same, same sort thing. of thing. But I mean, like just the like going back to it, on very deep levels of Skip Bayless during an off season going. I I don't know if I can trust a quarterback who said he was depressed after his brother died. Yeah. Like I mean, just there's so much that's awful about being the quarterback of the Cowboys. Like people think of it as like this great you know, awesome position to hold. Like, oh, you, you've got a major, the quarterback of the Cowboys. It is so much to have to weather. And that's why, by the way, the Cowboys value so much his intangibles yes. and, and his mental toughness is because it's like... The, you, I you, compare it to Eli with the Giants. Like, Eli, man, to me, is an overrated player. Um, I hate the Giants, but, like, I respect the way... He, he was perfect for New York. He, Absolutely yeah. perfect. Everything just water off a duck's back. Yeah, I don't remember one outburst. I don't remember one media controversy with him. At all. No cursing, no going off on a reporter, and Dak handles it in a very similar fashion here. And so, and that I think that's something that is unique about trying to evaluate who your quarterback is going to be here is that you have to, like, it's a genuine question of can you handle it? Because yeah. not everybody can. Like, it is a it, it is a mentally tough position to hold. So that that's kind of the biggest thing. I've, this is, we've got how many years now of Tad saying things like this? Yeah. And, and, and like, if this was brand new, maybe this is more important, but this is, it's a Monday. I also I also totally understand in a family where we know that growing up it was mom and the three brothers, when it's just the two of you left, like you're, you, I would imagine you're going to be very, very protective mm-hmm. and defensive over somebody. And so it's going to cause you to to speak your heart at times and, and like want to protect them. And so I, I think that that's what's going on with Tad. I don't fault Tad, honestly, for feeling that way and we've seen enough it over the year enough of it over the years even when Dak was out of contract and he's still re-signed here that says there's clearly not that's not a reflection of how Dak feels uh, that, that that's the hope you know they're generally I we we assume that they're very close like very very close yeah they're, they are like super close they're like, so very close it it would not surprise me if some of these thoughts of of Tad's do come from things that he has heard Dak vent about. Of course. Dak uh, Prescott has every right to feel that a portion of the fan base and the media is freaking annoying yep. and incorrect and wrong. Myself, us included, except for Bobby. <laughs> right? Um, no, I mean... That, it, it applies to everyone that has talked about the balance of him. Mm-hmm. He's such a polarizing player because it's... you know Players that you have a really hard time deciding about are going to be polarizing. Yeah. Josh Allen is this in the AFC. Right now. You yeah, know? I mean, and, like... I mean, he has been for a couple years. Unfairly or fairly... Both of those guys are talked about in that. Are they the guy? You know, are are they ever going to get over the hump? Can they win in the big spots? Whether that's fair or not, that's the reality of their position with their teams or with the, in their standing in the NFL. Is can they get over the hump? No, I mean, and Josh I, Allen can play a really good game like he did last night. Still lose, and we're going to talk about that today. Yep. Yeah. There's nobody with more pressure in either conference to win moving forward than Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. Like those are the two yeah. who it's like. You guys have to, fair or not, the label is on you now, and you can't just say, well, that's wrong. Like, like I mean, we're talking about Dak's record over the course of his career is so strong, like, as a starter, and their, their record is so 
strong as a team over these last several years that when you then say, okay, then why is it two and five in the playoffs? Why is it that bad? You have to start saying something's not right, and you have to then with your play on the field prove it wrong. You can't just say, oh, it's wrong. Meanwhile, the big winner of the weekend, and we even have to admit it here. Thank you. In DFW, not Bobby (laughs) going undefeated with his picks. Jason Kelsey is just so damn cool. He's so damn likable. Where did that come from out of the blue as Travis scores a touchdown, gives Taylor Swift the emoji there in Buffalo, and then Jason Kelsey is there with his legendary moment. He's shirtless, pounding beers upstairs in the suite. Before the game, he was in the parking lot with Bill's Mafia. Yeah. Only he can go in there wearing Chiefs gear. He had the Chiefs beanie on. Yep. He slams some type of drink, and then he's just hammering drinks upstairs. He hops out of the suite, hops back into the suite, which you were very impressed with from an athletic standpoint, from a plyometric standpoint. Oh, I mean, I mean he jumped out of there. This is a big man. This is not some parkour 140-pound dude. Parkour. Okay, this is a big guy. Jumps out of the suite, chugs a beer, arms up, and then hops right back in. You know, just hops right back in. First of all, way too easy to get into those suites if you're the fans. Okay, way too uh, easy. But, I mean, he made it look simple. This is a 300-pound individual. And then... He can't retire. Travis scores another touchdown. They show Taylor. I'm just looking for Jason. And he's in the back. He's in the back, still shirtless, crushing a Bud Light. I think I saw Bud Light. I saw some other type. I don't know what was in the bowling ball that he chugged in the parking yeah. lot. Is it okay to drink that now? I don't know. Uh, just for psychos. I think Kid Rock <laughs> said it was fine. Um, but then you have then you have Jason Kelsey sitting back there again, crushing it. What what a legend. Yeah. Meanwhile, they go back down to the field, and every time Travis goes to the sideline, they're throwing the jacket on him uh, down there. Yeah. Uh, so, man, and even Cowboy fans, so I cannot wait for him to retire so I can openly root for him that's a retired man's behavior though it really is and even philly fans look at that picture that photo yeah the gif and photo of him going out will be an all-time celebration on x or any social media of the braveheart Ah. even philly fans who you would probably think would be like what is he doing sitting here drinking and having fun we just lost he literally gave everything to that city like they don't even care they're not even upset this morning but it has caused a divide we have a misogynistic debate yeah. focused on Bobby Belt, Tony Dungy, Brett Favre, and everyone else. Yep. People are saying if you are okay, if you were happy and cheering on them showing Travis Kelsey or they, uh, Jason they, Kelsey. Which everybody was. Which everybody was. But you're upset about tra- uh, Taylor Swift. Maybe you just don't like women. Oh. Okay. Oh. Here's where I will. Woo-hoo. Here's here's where I, I think there's a distinction. And I don't love the, whether it's Jason Kelsey up there or Mama Kelsey or whatever. Like, I don't like the constant jump cuts up to the booth. Why? I really because it's like every now and then it's fine. Every single time a play happens, it gets old. It's not every time. It's a touch. And here's the thing. There is a difference in, hey, let's get eyes on the uh, NFL player who's jumping out of the box shirtless and pounding beers. Like, there's a difference between that and yeah. like, let's go upstairs and watch Taylor Swift going... I don't need to see that 80 times a game. It is amazing. I, the, you, the cuts, you, you and everyone else like this, I'm talking to the Tolos yeah. who all tweet. You guys hate life. You're miserable. Hate life. miserable. You're just, you're, I do you're, hate you're just life. miserable. We got a yeah. three-hour football game, and 
two or three seconds of a different camera angle or viewer shot makes you enraged and miserable. There's something deeper there. I mean, look, 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 we're talking about, I I get it. Look, when Kelsey scores a touchdown and he's blowing kisses and holding up the heart, the full hand heart, not the, the other one, the full hand heart. I totally understand, like, hey, relevant context, let's jump up yeah. to the booth, let's get... Those shots are fine. When it's just every single time he comes up, it's... That was the go, only time they showed her. Let's get... No, I have she a Taylor was, tracker. No, no, no. They showed her after the touchdowns. Maybe this is my burrow take again. Yeah, they but showed I'm going to go back, and I'm going to watch this, and I'm going to grab every shot. She was gonna, not on more... I'm, I want to say maybe three times. She was not on more than four. There was, there was the Travis... Two touchdowns. Yep, and then Pacheco's touchdown. Yeah, she went like number ten. Yeah, and it's cool. I'm like, I want to see the celebrities how they react, how they respond. I I never bring me home. This is not. Gosh, how can you get mad about it? I don't get it. How can you get worked up about it? This is not a a fly. This is not a a drive-by relationship with those two anymore. Clearly not. He's domesticated AF. Yes, he is. And and you know, Jason is. (laughs) I mean, this is the first. uh, He he's he's the court jester. He's the court jester, and this is like his first time out. Like he's retired. It's I just maybe. So I, I can't. I can't believe a, a podcast bit from Travis Kelsey turned into this. Like that he he was able to to get the biggest star in the world that he's now dating and is like one of the most prominent people just because he made a dumb joke on New Heights. Essentially. Is that okay? Are we saying that's how this started? It has to be right. When like, he I mean, said I couldn't get the bracelet backstage. Yeah, when he's like, oh, I was trying to, and then she like it went so viral that she responded to it, and I think that's how they like got to the point where they were talking to each other. I assume that they were talking like already. It could be and that this is just a whole like. They may have been, maybe they've been dating for two months before that, and this is all just a joke to them. I like the story. Uh, you know, I, I, I would story. like to see a Hollywood couple make it. You know, I like. Yeah. I, would like I would like to see. I'm something. happy for him. You're, yeah. you're, no, you're gonna, you're gonna get an album two years from now talking about the boy from Missouri. I'm not gonna listen whatever. to it. I mean, I'll listen to it if it's on the radio when I'm, when I'm not. You know, being a diehard, well, it'll be on the radio because everything's on the radio from her dumb ass. It's all, it's all. Man, d- you just don't like greatness. No, I Wait don't like Britney Mahomes with a slightly out of tune guitar. That's what I don't like. <laughs> I don't. Is it an out of tune guitar? I don't know. I don't listen. <laughs> that's what to Amanda know. hates the most. That Britney is benefiting. <laughs> that's what. That's we, what. We, that's what Amanda talk can't about stand. disappearing. I haven't seen her in forever. Well, she was next to her. I, but you don't know that because you look at Taylor. Yeah, looking at Taylor, but Jason Kelsey. Gosh, that was so, so good. 877-881-1053. Pepe, what did some of the Tolos say about the Cowboys family drama? I mean, some were like, this is just what it's like being a Cowboys fan. 469 said it. Uh, 214 said that he agreed with what, and a lot of Tolos agree, are on CD's side with this. Like, you yeah, know, fine with how he feels about it. You know, they're trashing Dak all over the fan text. But yeah, 469 agrees with why CD would feel something like this way. Patrick Waugh. Beats the Dallas Stars again, and we have a report about Mike McCarthy being a lame duck, and someone says they know why Bill Belichick is not the head coach of America's team. That's next on Sean and RJ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.